1: Ramblers, let's get rambling.
0: Welcome to another episode of Ramble with Us on Show 594 on my podcast Homo Intelligent Rambling right here on the Talk Talkshoe Network. I'm your host, Russ Sale, and one of the longest running single-hosted pop culture podcasts in Ontario. Hello, hello, hello. And you're saying to yourself, wow, Russ, you're doing this like two weeks in a row. Not and weekly, not bi-weekly. Yeah, I just I got a, I got a lot to talk about. Uh, even though things are slowing down a little bit and I want to get that out and don't expect me to be going back to weekly again. The next one will probably be in another two weeks. Uh, that's just the way things go. Uh, but I, I did want to get this one out, um, uh, while I could today. So bonus for you people. Uh, when it comes to that update, uh, you know we're still working through this global pandemic. Uh, things are not getting back to normal anytime soon. Hasn't changed a week from now. Uh, as I said last episode, things are getting pushed back some more. Uh, as Marvel has shifted a lot of their stuff, quite a few months. So, you know it's not gonna be a lot of. Oh man, comic book movies this year. Everything is just moving. There's still a lot of uncertainty. As of the time of this recording, there is rumor out there that AMC, which is one of the huge theater chains in the United States, may be shutting down, maybe going out of business. And my friends, fellow Ramblers, that is nuts if that happens. I really don't want that to happen. And I don't want, you know, the equivalent up here in Canada, Cineplex Odeon to be going the same way, because, you know, gosh darn it, I like to see movies in the theater, I like the theater experience, <laughs> to me, uh, you know, months back when I saw Avengers Endgame in the theater, that was great, I loved it in the theater, the, the audience reaction, the shared experience, to me is still something I enjoy. And and I don't want that taken away from me. And plus, you know, theaters still have the biggest screen and the biggest sound system out there, and I will gladly pay for that to experience that because I don't have that currently at home. I don't have a big home theater that I can do that with. So, no, I don't want to see theaters go away anytime soon. I You know, they... (sighs) Wait. Some, some movies are still on track to open I believe in either June July or August and so they're there's still maybe a summer movie theater season I hope so I mean it's looking less and less like kids are going to be going back to school to do school before the summer hits a lot of across the world now a lot of kids are doing homeschooling which is great I'm glad that you know that they are getting some kind of education but I don't know if classrooms anywhere around the globe, not just here in North America, I'm talking anywhere, are going to be opening up anytime soon, really. Because it's just, we don't we don't have a vaccine yet. And I, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on in the world that we have all these scientists with all these brains. We just can't think of a 21st century. We can't think of a a vaccine for something. So... I don't know, I'm still plugging away here, folks, there are still movie studios that are still sending me stuff, and what, I don't get new, I got a great back, I uh, got some back stuff that I haven't gotten around to before that I'm uh, diving into, and all the while, <laughs> I'm setting to become a little oh, insight on me, uh, I'm setting to become a life insurance agent, so there you go, so the the, the I'm picking up, I'm trying to pick up a new skill uh, in this in this new age, because frankly, um, let me give a personal insight on me. I, I don't want to do call centers anymore. i I'm getting a call center burnout. I did three and six session and I, I'm, I'm done. I, I just, uh, I, I, I need to do something that makes me more money and, and can provide better for the future for me and my family and, and call center work. no, yeah. No, life is telling me to stop, so I'm listening. So, yeah, I, I am I am working my way to be a licensed life insurance agent, and and that's where I'm going in 2020. But but I'm still rambler's, you know, coming up 14 years. Woo baby! In May, and and I'm not giving up on the show. So I'm I'm still gonna make it work. I made it work through multiple jobs, and I'm gonna do my best and not not this just dang global pandemic affect the sh- show that makes me stop doing it. So <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, plugging away for y'all on the show this week. Uh, I talked about this, the last show and I got to tell you the, um, the response to last episode has been pretty good. I don't know what it was with last episode, whether I talked about it was the little women or the impractical jokers or whatever. Downloads for that one uh, are doing really well, and and that's great. So to kind of follow up on that, because I don't, I, I I wish I could hear from you guys more and tell me why is it certain episodes get more than others. But that one's doing good; it just keeps gaining numbers. To follow up on that, um, on the show for this episode, <laughs> I I talked about. You know, the great people at Sony Home Entertainment were nice enough to send me a screener for Little Women, and and it's recently after that, they actually sent me the physical Blu-ray copy of it. So, as I said on that show, uh, I talked about the movie, I'm now going to talk about special features, and the package overall that is on, on Blu-ray. So that is on... I'll give you a second shot at the Little Women, or, as the French translation goes... La Quatre Filles de Dr. March. And I'll get into why that is not a literal translation of that title. <sighs> so that's on. And then, um, then, then the ne- next step uh, occurs to the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment is The Good Liar, starring Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen, about a very, uh, very some, <laughs> where the truth is often blurred. So you yeah, have that. And uh, also, uh, I mentioned recently, I'll give you my Blu-ray review of the new release starring the voices of Will Smith and Tom Holland, courtesy of Fox Home Entertainment. It is Spies in Disguise on Blu-ray. And to top things off, we're going to go back into the world of Star Wars. This time around, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing, it is the Star Wars Extraordinary Droids. Since and gadgets and droids kind of go together, courtesy of DK Publishing. And that's on this edition of Ramble with Russell. So I'm going to take a quick little musical interlude and right up with the first review of the show. Oh, and before I get into that, I hope you enjoyed uh, my, my two selections of Straight Up last week. I, I found one, but then I found two, and I, I couldn't find any inside into the show. I couldn't find any really good covers of Forever Your Girl, but I just found two good ones of Straight Up, and and so I use both of them. So maybe that's maybe y'all just hankering for more Paul Abdul covers, for me to put on the show. <laughs> I don't, that's a thing I can do all the time. But just a little observation on my part. All right. So take a musical interlude and right up to the first review of the show. My Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Little Women. Courtesy the great folks at Sony Home Entertainment. Now, I did review the movie the last episode because that was just a screener copy. And, and frankly, you know, it's just kind of a stopgap. This is the way, uh, you know, it's going these days with the current world situation. But the nice people at Sony Home Entertainment were actually able to send me a physical copy of Little Women to check out as well. And I much appreciate that. Now I'm not going to talk about the movie per se because uh, I talked about that the last episode. Although I do stand on the fact that the this whole timey wimey jumpy wumpy stuff, you know, unless you know the novel, super confused me, <laughs> and and I will stand by that. So uh, on on this for special features you do get um, quite a bit. And and I got to give Sony credit. These special features are both on the Blu-ray or the DVD. So no matter what you pick, you can watch it. Uh, The the special features in this one are uh, a new generation of little women. This is where they just talk about. And and these special features are good in that you get here from the director and the cast members. (laughs) So it says... How they how they're bringing this into you know uh, a modern tale because the it was originally it was done back in 1994 and and they wanted to do it another yet update people just want to keep updating this movie so you have that uh, making of a modern classic get a Gerwig uh, women, women making art uh, so you hear a lot from the director in this hair makeup <laughs> test sequence little woman behind the scenes Orchard House home of Louisa May Alcott these are all Small, little kind of featuretty kind of features, uh, nothing really big or comprehensive. One of the things that surprises me with this video release, and and you know because um, is is again the lack of of, um, of commentary. And and you would think with a director like you know, like her that she would do commentary on this because she's not you know some of these big high uppity directors who never do commentary on their stuff. Period. And I find a lot of the smaller kind of indie directors seem to do commentary more than the big ones. (laughs) I don't know why. That's just the way Hollywood is. But surprisingly, none on this. I would have liked to have heard commentary track by the director and maybe director and some of the cast members. That would have been cool. But yet, sadly, that is not on it. Now, of course, when I get packaging, I love to read quotes. Oh, uh, off the packaging. And this one has a few. It says an exhilarating gift of a movie that honors female independence at any age by Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Yes, in a way, they they are very independent women. But I gotta say though, Joe <laughs> even though she she pretends to be independent, she spends a good chunk of this movie like I don't know what I want to be. You know, I want to be independent. But then the world I live in says, no, women are not supposed to be independent. You're supposed to be a housewife. And yet, because I'm so independent, I'm so lonely. <laughs> and so she's in a weird kind of juxtaposition uh, with that. Another great film quote on this one is, the best film of the year by Joe Morgenstein of the Wall Street Journal. Now, if you're talking 2019, I'm I don't know if I would rank this one of the best of the year. Now, granted, Ramblers, I haven't seen every movie from last year. Because, you know, I'm not Siskel or Ebert. And and I can, you know, I only could see so many movies. So could are there, you know, possibly, you know, are there movies I saw in 2019 that I enjoyed more than this one? Absolutely is if this is your type of movie, is this the best of this type of movie for 2019? More than likely. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess if if you like period dramas with a lot of women talking and, and no explosions and stuff, then yeah, I I, I I would almost reword that and say the best film of this category of the year. Maybe. <laughs> that that's that's how I would reword it. And the the cover of this one has the actress playing Joe with her head up, like "I am Joe. Don't mess with me." I am the Joe, and you don't mess with me. <laughs> that's the cover. Now, uh, I, I, you know, Ramblers, I I get a I get a bit of a giggle um, when I see um, movie uh, movie titles translated into French. Right now, a lot of you Ramblers maybe in Europe and the States. You don't see that, uh, maybe, but we do here in Canada. And sometimes the, the translation is spot on, right? You know, it's just like, it's exact, the French translation exactly matches the English title. Bam. Or it's like It, where, you know, there's no <laughs> much translating that. Um, but this one... Uh, it's another one. I don't know what, what they were thinking. So instead of being what it should be, right? So it's Little Women. So the, the French translation for it should be Petite Femme. That's what it should be if you're going literal translation. But no! Sometimes the French translations totally change the title of the movie. And, and I don't know why this one <laughs> is this way. But the French translation is... Le, les Quatre Filles de Dr. March which translates into The Four Daughters of Dr. March so technically yes that's correct it, it is about The Four Daughters of Dr. March but that is technically not the title of the movie so I, I, I you know I don't know why they do that. When it comes up on the screen, it doesn't say Le Quatre Filles de Dr. March. No. <laughs> so you know, why did, why wasn't it just, you know, petite femme? You know, why couldn't you just if if you, you really insist on giving it a French title? Why that? Why not that? I you know, it it boggles my mind when they go completely off base, um, and and I don't know what it is with Sony, but <laughs> because well the last one I remember, Ramblers, I talked about *Brightburn*, where where the French translation was uh, le, *le le garçon mort* or something or the evil kid or something. We'll, we'll go back and listen to that show um, from a few months ago. And and again, it wasn't even close to being Brightburn and okay. So, so, you know, if, if you have a guess on why they did the ramblers, feel free to, to post that on Twitter. I will give you my Twitter handle at the end of the show. Please, um, follow me on Twitter. If you will. I put a lot of, I put a uh, new show notes, uh, when I post a new episode there. And occasionally I throw up things to Twitter like that, uh, that watch party for Bad Boys for Life. I threw that up there. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh but yeah, comment on Twitter and let me know why you're what you think the justification is for completely changing the title of this movie the way they did. I I, I want to hear from you, either that or uh put it in the reviews on the um the main uh, talk show page somewhere. I I, I want to hear <laughs> what what you think that makes sense. So that is that. Uh, n- uh, not a lot of special features, uh, uh, at least some. But I, I would like to see more of an in-depth one and how they went to go create in the time period, why they did all the time jumpy stuff, and why that wasn't explained properly, uh, or made clear to me who people who don't are like diehards of the book. And and I it, it definitely is missing um, definitely missing commentary. Because, heck, I would have watched the movie again just to hear commentary, just to get the behind the scenes on the look of it. So, that is my take of Little Women, or I like to call in French Le Petite Femme, but it's not what the title says, on Blu ray. Courtesy of the great folks at Sony Home Entertainment. We're caught in a trail. I can't walk
2: out now Because I love you Too much baby Why Why can't you see What you're doing Mind. Suspicious mind. and we can build our dreams on suspicious minds. So if an old friend I know stops by to say hello.
0: this episode is The Good Liar courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment provide me with a free copy of this Blu-ray I reviewed in this podcast. The opinions I share are my own. Now, I saw the trailers to this movie and I thought cool. This is a teaming of Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. So, M and Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. In this movie, this movie is it's been related as a masterful thriller by Dave Morales of Fox TV, and I don't know if I would necessarily call this a thriller in, in, in a more modern sense. It's more like an old school kind of movie thriller. In this movie, we have, we, we have the the main character is the character of, um, of a career con man, Roy, played by Ian McKellen, who sets his sight on what he believes is an easy mark with the character Betty, played by Helen Mirren, who is worth millions. And so the whole point of this movie is he's trying to con her out of this money. And so it's really a battle of wits, if you will, when it comes to that. And and Ian is really slick in this one. Now, besides these two heavyweights, you have quite a few other really cool actors in this movie. I also like the soundtrack. I think the um, the composer in this one did a really good job. I thought the music was really on par, especially in the opening sequence with the typewriter stuff. It, it really worked well for me uh, when it came to that. So a lo- besides the two heavyweights, a lot of the other actors, this, you have Jim Carter in this one. Fresh from Downton Abbey is in this, which is really cool. Uh, you, have, um, you have Russell Tovey is in this one as well. You have a lot of like really cool British actors in this movie. Who pl- Some of them play like fellow con men for, um, for Roy and And this movie is yeah it's it's got a, it's got a really good feel to it now, this is uh an r rated movie because there is some brief nudity because there is a a strip bar involved, so there is a bit of that, so again, not for the kids to watch, but I liked how this plot is going for the most plot for most part of this movie. It's going away, in you know, a certain way. And there's a nice little twist at the end of it, which you may or may not see coming. And I think that McKellen and Mirren work really well together. I hope this isn't the last of movies they do because they have a really good dynamic. It's a nice little kind of cat and mouse game that they play. And it's nice to see, you know, Jim Carter in a role that isn't Carson. So you have that and it, uh, I, it's a really good thriller. I, I, I like the way it's done, it, you know. And and it's a lot of good back and forth. Now, there isn't a lot for special features. No commentary, which is a shame, because I would love to have heard some commentary on this one, especially with the actors. Uh, there is a featurette of A Perfect Match, uh, Inside the Good liar, where it's short little one where they all talk about the movie. And then you have some deleted scenes as well. Uh, so there's that. No commentary. No other other extras. Overall, if you like a good thriller, but like more slow pace, it's not like the action is bam, bam, bam. There is some. There are some very violent deaths in this one. There are a few. It's like, whoa, did I just see that happen? Yeah, you did. Um, there, there's that. Uh, but for the most part, it it's not too bad if you're not if you're really squeamish. And it is a yeah, it's it's a thriller, thriller, but not like edge of your seat constantly, your hearts run a mile a minute thriller. But it still, is a good movie, and I would definitely recommend it. And I like how the ending is. There's a nice little twist. I won't tell you what it is, but it's it's good. So that is my take of the Good Liar on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment.
3: There's a man who leads a life of danger To everyone he meets, he stands a stranger Well, with every food he makes, every chance he takes, well I'll tell you what to live. Is taking away your mask Where a pretty face is that you'll find A pretty face can hide And leave on my hand I'll be careful what you say Or you'll give yourself away But well, I'll tell you only see to find It man, who is you up we'll let it take me away man
0: Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Spies in Disguise, courtesy of the great folks at Fox Home Entertainment. <laughs> now again, this is the one of the final movies that was released by uh, Blue, Sky, Blue Sky before uh, the mouse purchased it. And I, I I found, you know, I saw the ads to this and I thought, okay, <laughs> how are they going to pull this off? The movie uh, stars Will Smith. He is the voice of a super spy who <laughs> in this movie... Well, let's just say he doesn't stay Super Spy for uh very long. He plays the 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 Super Spy Lance Sterling, and and the other main star of this one is the voice of Tom Holland, who who plays the the um a young inventor for this um for this for the spy agency that Will Smith is a part of. And this is you know, a, a a kind of guy who, you know, he feels like so underappreciated. I guess is the, um, for lack of a better term, when it comes to this movie. So, so in this movie, and and they establish his character pretty big, like Walter, pretty early in the movie, and that's a kid that that was making all these wacky inventions for his his mother that was a cop. And and the, the they established slight spoiler early on that you know they start him when he's like 4 and then we jump 14 years later and for some reason Walter's mother is dead. And and but he's he's gone forward in the spy business to do a gadget guy. But all his gadgets are kind of like non-lethal ways <laughs> of dealing with people. Now the the whole premise of this movie and this is only a slight spoiler cuz if you watch the trailers the whole premise of the movie is that throughout uh, very early on in this movie because we only see Will Smith as Lance Sterling very briefly at the start of this movie within the first few minutes bamo he's a pigeon um and and then he's a pigeon i'm going to tell you for a good chunk of the movie uh because of what Walter did. So it, it's very much what would happen if a James Bond character gets turned into a bird. <laughs> so that's the premise of it. It is billed as a family movie and for the most part it is, but and there's a big but and there literally and figuratively. The movie does though start off very James Bondy. That whole opening theme music is very James Bond. And the biggest part of this where some parents may have an issue with is there is a fair amount in this movie of digital nudity. Now, you're saying to yourself, what? And I'm saying, yeah, there's a couple of scenes without spoiling things where there is some CGI nakedness. Now, they do it in a way to keep it PG so certain things aren't shown. But there's a point where the Will Smith character is interrogating the Yakuza boss, a very large Yakuza boss who's in a hot tub or something. And at one point, the the Yakuza boss drops his towel and we see him naked from behind in a very digitized, large butt. (laughs) Okay, And then, not long after that, He, he, you know, he, he turns around and if it were for a very strategically placed, um, head of a pigeon, we'd be seeing way more of that Yakuza boss than we should. And it would totally not be a PG movie. And I'm looking at that going, okay. So. And, and I looked this up, and there were quite a few parents that really were like, why is all this nudity here? So, yeah, there's that. Um, And, and the animation is odd. Some characters have very kind of eyes shaped one way, and others, it's like, the, the eyes are very in, they're inconsistent consistently inconsistent in that some characters are round and some are slanted depending on who they are so that's <laughs> that is um the the premise of the movie so so at the start of this movie uh it's it's established that the bad guy in this one and is a really good bad guy in this one he um he, he uh, at the start of this movie, is is stealing a, <laughs> stolen a, uh, a code that could wipe out all the good guys in the world. And, it's, and, and he kind of frames Lance, and it's up to Lance to clear his name and stop this guy from being evil, <laughs> if you will. So that, that's the premise of it. The animation is really crisp, almost too crisp when it comes to the nudity. And it and and the voice work is good. I think Will Smith and Tom Holland definitely work well together. And the voice work on this one is a lot. We have a lot of um big names like Ben Mendelsohn is Killian and he does a really good job as as a villain in this one. You also have um <laughs> Masai Oka is in this one as the Yakuza boss, which is okay. Um, and you even have Reba McIntyre does a voice in this. One. Good old Reba. So, uh, and then the action is, is a lot of it, it's kind of like the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie in the movie you have. And, and the, the message, you know, is is kind of, you know, even if your advice is, your, uh, your ideas are weird, they're not necessarily bad is that the, mu- the music in this is all over the place. <laughs> there are some songs that, you know, I am not the target demo for. Uh, but but it is what it is uh, when it comes to that. It's, it's a fun little kind of spy spoof, uh, if you will, uh, when it comes to that. Uh, for extras, all the extras for this one are on the Blu-ray, so if you just put the DVD in, you're not going to get extras than that. Uh, you do get super spy, super secret spy mode. This is a, a way you can actually um, watch. It 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 goes over the um, how you can watch it. The infiltrating blue skies. It's a, it's a weird little out where some girl who's famous for something else I don't know does a kind of behind the scenes. But again, we never hear from the voice actors, which I hate that animated things. Ah, uh, you get a guide to gadgets. It's just a little feature out with the all well, the gadgets in the movie music videos the gallery no no audio commentary again on this one and and that's um kind of it it is <laughs> it is an an odd little movie but it's fun i i enjoyed it again the the, the nudity was like okay y- you did it cuz you could all right so I'll warn you, parents. <laughs> this might be things where you're just covering kids' eyes. I don't know. It's just... It, it's it's kind of right up there with, with that thing in Finding Nemo where a lot of parents will speed through the first part where the mother gets eaten because too traumatizing for some children. So this may be one of these things where parents go, oh, that scene? And we're just going to speed through that. So, take you, back. Overall, uh, could they do another one of these movies? Like, could there be Spies in the Skies too? I probably think so. Uh, it's It belongs to Disney now, and the Fate of Blue Sky Studios, the same one that made Ice Age and all those movies. I don't know. I don't know what Disney's going to do with it. Um, And with this pandemic shutdown, uh, they've been looking to make some money so we'll see what this feature is but if this was the final entry of that studio, not a bad one just stuff that going, why was that there so that is my take on Spies in Disguise on the Blu-ray and DVD couple back, courtesy of the great folks at Fox Home Entertainment is Star Wars Extraordinary Droids, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. Now, if you've been watching, you know, if you've you know, followed the Star Wars franchise all these number of years, you know, droids, and not robots, they're droids, have always been a big part of the franchise. And, and it's no surprise to me that after, the you know, all the finale, if you will, of Rise of Skywalker... <laughs> that this kind of book would come out. And I've always, it's always, you know, been interesting the, the amount of variety that they have come up with the last 40 years. Now, this book, if you're looking for, like, a huge kind of in-depth, lots of fine details about each of the droids kind of book... This isn't necessarily that, but what it does give you, and I don't think I've seen anything like this, and it is before, it's 126 26 pages. It gives you a broad overview of all the different robots in the Star Wars galaxy. So, and, and it shows them all together in height order. So, it, it's basically from, you know, the... Um, the smaller up into the uh, larger ones, if you will. And some of these, you know, you have, you know, the, the, the big ones, <laughs> such as, you know, R2-D2 and C-3PO and the Gog Droid and all the others. But there's a few others in here. And, you know, good old Chopper from, from Rebels. <laughs> but there's a few others in here that, that you know, I, I've seen them in the movies and, but I never knew their actual kind of, you know, letter kind of names. It's like, yeah, I, I remember seeing that in that movie, but it was like for a split second and then it was gone. And, and I, one of the things that this book is a little bit missing is that I kind of wish they'd had, you know, like a, a reference. Okay. You know, this droid appeared in these movies, that kind of thing, or this TV show or <laughs> so, Unless you're like a hardcore Star Wars fan, I consider myself a good Star Wars fan, but I'm not, you know, I don't memorize like, but this tried appeared this show, uh, this scene and uh, this. Did did. I I you know, sorry, I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> I have limits to my nerditude, and so a lot of these, it's like, yeah, I I would wish they could have referenced like what movie they appeared in. the 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 pictures, the illustrations are great. They're all hand drawings. Really nicely done. And and they even include, like, um, <laughs> like an outline. You get nice little facts in things, like, oh, if you didn't know what that was, that is R2-D2's photoreceptor. Oh, and by the way, he had motor, motorized treads, that kind of thing, you know. When, <laughs> here's the unusual parts from Mysterious Origins on the EMI droid. And here's where his status storage was. That kind of stuff. And And there's, like, a little, like, a paragraph kind of... But you know bio for each droid we're going okay that maybe tells me where i saw the one what movie but you know not an exact reference <laughs> so there's that uh but it is a nice little um you know directory and what's cool on the back <laughs> is it for each droid it gives you its height both in meters and feet, so you can go either way. And the functions. So, you know, the COG droid is for powering up vehicles. The uh, you know, the um the uh C3PO is for rebel assistance, although technically function protocol droid, but see I, I'd be nitpicky here. <laughs> you know, and um things like the uh, FLO is a serving for uh, serving dinner food so you get a, you get a height index which is cool. So you go like, okay, this is how big <laughs> these really were. So so you know, if you're building your own, you have dimensions. So that is neat in itself. Uh, it really goes to show how many bleep and droids there there <laughs> are in all of these Star Wars movies. You know, we're talking nine films of the Sky Skyworks Saga, then you're throwing in Rogue One, and then you're throwing in the solo movie. <laughs> so and it wouldn't surprise me if there's a Mandalorian droid in here somewhere. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. So we're talking a lot of hours of film and a pretty big franchise. So not too shocking that there's this many droids in this. So if you just want like a quick like glossary of all the different ones, you're like, Ah, oh, I remember seeing for Loom you know and 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 all the other ones you know other, other than the famous ones then yeah this is um this is a nice little guide uh, to a, you know one in-depth craziness and you know get one of the uh, star wars encyclopedias or one of the more detailed ones I've reviewed on the show before but for the little glossary thing it's not too bad it retails for 21.99 in Canada or 60.99 USA and and for what it is you know, you're getting more than 50. It's 126 pages, so that's that's a lot of dang droids for your buck. And yeah, it, it's it's a nice you know doesn't give you like detailed cross sections, but but um yeah, it uh, it's a nice little quick glossary if you're you know looking through Star Wars and you see a glance at a droid and you go, hey, I, I think I see that droid, but you know I know what he looks like, but I have no idea what. His name is, like, if you told me off the top of my head, you know, before this book, if you said, hey, you know, describe me a droidika," I, I could pretty much describe it to you, a rolling Death. But if you told me to describe the droid and its call number was... I'm just going to pick one randomly here. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, um... not the, Like, FD3-MN. All right? <laughs> I would go... I dunno or AP-5, you know, I I am not going to top of my head go, oh yeah, you know, IG88, sure, you know? Or like, hey, well, look at that. There's an R1 G four there. I dunno. So for that, it it's cool. Uh it's it's a good little book, and if you've already been curious about Droids from the big to the small, this book, there you go, has it all. So that was my book review of Star Wars Extraordinary Droids, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. that's going to wrap things up for this episode of the show. Hope y'all enjoyed it as always. You can touch with me the number of ways you can always check me out on Twitter. I'm at rambling Russ at R A M B L I N G R U S S tweet me out, tweet you back. I appreciate all the <laughs> tweets and followers I have on Twitter. And as I said earlier in the show, uh, any kind of updates, I usually throw on Twitter any kind of artwork I have. Many of the books and things that I talk about, I usually throw up there. And sometimes I just randomly tweet stuff. So you never know. So check it out when you can. Of course, as always, you can also check out my Facebook page. Just type in Rambled Russell in the search engine, and you'll find it there. Throw me a like there. I know I'm not updated in ages. Maybe one of these days I'll do that. But please, <laughs> throw me a like there. Of course, you can check out all new episodes right here in the TalkShoe Network. I am show 18411, that is my caller ID, so please check out the show there. And uh, if you want to check out older episodes, feel, feel free to do so at http full column backslash backslash ramblingrus.com dot com That's my original home internet where I have oof, over almost eight plus years of podcasting goodness going right back to 2006, running up to 2013 or so. And then I moved to, uh, you know, uh, talk, to TalkShoe here on a more permanent basis in 2015. So that is there. And then keep in mind, there are some law shows between uh, uh, Libsyn and here. TalkShoe because TalkShoe had an issue a while back. And some episodes got lost. And unfortunately, I, I did not back them up. Um, but it is what it is. So there's my... Uh, and of course, you can check out my older shows as well in iTunes. Just look under Podcasts, And you can find them there. Any new episodes as well, you can also check them out on Spotify, Google Play, and many other podcast directories across the world wide web. <laughs> and so coming up on future episodes of the show, I, you know... Because of this virus outbreak, I'm I'm having to do a little bit of backpedaling because it's been uh, I'm not getting a lot of new stuff recently. April, I'm going to tell you, Ramblers, it, it's not been the greatest month for me when it comes to video releases. Just, uh, just a lot of of my sources are uh, are either stuff is either getting delayed or it's a lot of stuff is getting held until May. So, <laughs> I'm. Unfortunately, I don't know how much. Um so because of that, I'm <laughs> what I'm gonna do, just kinda still, you know, bring your shows on a regular basis. I might start dipping into some of the stuff that I, I've been meaning to put out, but I haven't had a chance to because I've been getting too much new stuff in <laughs> So I might I'm, I'm starting to go back through some of my back catalog of stuff, which I've just hadn't had no time to get to, and I'm still like I said, top show, starting to be a life insurance agent, so Still trying to get this all done and bring out regular content to you. Because, you know, <laughs> I know I'm no Jimmy Kimmel or a late-night guy, but I've I i uh, you know I've been putting stuff out even before this virus stuff going on. <laughs> so, quite to the some back catalog. The Good Liar is one a good example of that. But some other stuff, kind of, I've been having the time to put up. Uh, coming up in future episodes of the show, I'll possibly give you my reviews on Blu-ray of Motherless Brooklyn, courtesy of Wonder Brothers Home Entertainment, as well as Blinded by the Light and FLCL Progressive Alternative, which is a really crazy <laughs> animated show. Also, making my way through the sixth season of Elementary, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment, and I have the seventh one still to review for you fine folks as well. <laughs> and in regards to Paramount, um gonna see if I can get through sometime soon, just to, you know. Give you new content. Still need to get through the the Haunted Hill House, the reboot of Charmed, the first season, and Tell Me a Story, season one, and other things. Also working on. Uh, I did get recently the gorgeous uh, steelbook set of Avatar: The Last Airbender on Blu-ray. Kind of making my way through that, and what I may do with Avatar. Is uh just about through the, the first season, so I may do multiple reviews in that season by season. <laughs> so I might split that set up into the, each of the um three seasons. So look for the first part of that, the um a, the water, which I believe season one coming out soon because it's such a big series and I want to give it justice. So, that in the near future as well. Still need to get through Star Trek Discovery Season 2 on Blu-ray. And still kind of on the back burner as well. Um, Still need to get through uh, Breaking breaking Bad. Say it five times fast. The complete series on Blu-ray courtesy of Sony Home Entertainment. So, a lot of stuff kind of there. Like I said, not much more I'm going to get April. Uh, I got the recent Paramount saying something's been delayed. So... We'll see. Uh, there's a lot because of this virus stuff. Woo! Scheduled for May. Man, May is going to be big when it comes to releases. And then Knockwood at least get some screeners or some physical copies to talk about here. Keep listening to the show. Um, I'm going to try at the very least to keep up with this bi-weekly schedule that I've been doing for the last couple of years or so or more. I uh, Don't expect weekly all the time because those days... Uh, it's not the life I have now, um, but still, at least biweekly, and I maybe throw out a bonus episode when I can, when permitted. So just keep watching, keep on uh, attached with Twitter feed, keep checking in on the shoe page, and uh, and everybody out there, keep safe. Uh, before I go though, uh, I, I hope, and I'm gonna say this because I've had to go out in the world into grocery shopping Before I go, if you are the the person that takes off your 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 gloves. you know, your your surgical gloves because you want to protect your hands and just drops them in the parking lot. Don't do that, okay? I, yeah, I... I've been wearing gloves out to the stores, but I, when I get back in my vehicle, I throw them away in my vehicle. I don't drop them in the parking lot. So for all you people that are doing that, seriously don't, okay? Because some poor schmuck person at the store has to pick them up. So, you know, just, just... Don't dump your gloves, you know, just in the parking lot. Everybody, you know, we want to get through this. We want to get through this soon. And doing that is not speeding up nothing. Okay. I You know, even I've gloved lately because of this pandemic-y stuff. But still, don't throw out your own gloves. Don't drop them in the parking lot. I've seen less of it now that it's getting out there. But literally, I shouldn't see it at all. Honestly. Okay. Please. All right. Well, that's enough for me, and and we'll talk to you next time, probably in two weeks, more likely. Uh, right here on Rambled Russell. Bye, everybody. Stay safe. Thanks for listening.